If you're like me, and I am, you're a unique individual who wants to be just like Stephen Colbert. And that means more than just looking like the great Gatsby threw up on you. To help people like us, I founded my new company, Coveton House. Of course, people think of me as a talk show host, but my real passion ever since I was a child is being a brand. That's why every time my parents said my name, I would sue them for trademark infringement. Coveton was created for you because we want you to want the things that we are want to want you to want. That's why our motto at Coveton is want. But Coveton House doesn't just sell things. It's a haven for conversations. Conversations that begin with a warm handshake between equals and end with the three-digit code on the back of your credit card. So stop by Coveton House today and treat you to some me. In fact, I envy you, because unlike you, I never had a me to tell me what I like. Now let's take a deeper look. This is... This is Open Shop, the podcast... The podcast that documents the journey, 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 the journey of building and launching Open Shop. The small business geo marketplace. Get started. Get started. Get started. Welcome to another episode of Open Up Shop, the podcast. I'm your host, EA Green, and we're here to navigate the ups and downs of entrepreneurship and to conquer those obstacles by just getting started. All right, so if you listen to the skit at the beginning of the episode, you can hear that we're finally talking about branding. And I know this is one of the bigger things being in the internet era. You know, where Instagram and all these different social media platforms basically really like rule like your branding. Right. And it rules like your image. And, you know, a lot of times when entrepreneurs are first starting out, like you have to wear all the hats. So you along with trying to sell what you're trying to sell that service, like you have to do the finances, you have to do the marketing, like everything. But I really believe that it all really boils down to is the branding. All right. So who I have here today, who I believe, you know, based off of maybe the four years that I've known him, you know, he basically knows in and out of like branding and and its complete entirety. And I have Daryl Shaw, the CEO of Royalty Marketing here with me to speak about branding today. What's going on, Daryl? What up? What up? What up? What up? What's going on, man? So, all right, before we get into everything, can you let everybody know a little bit more about yourself? What's up, everybody? My name is Daryl Shaw. I'm the CEO of Royalty Marketing. Uh, we've been in business for about for 11 years, and we help companies build their brands, you know, through design and, and advertising and strategy. All right. So, Daryl, so before we really get into the conversation today about branding, can you let everybody know what gets you started? Whoa. Um, so what gets me started in the morning, man, is 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 my girls, man, like my, my, my two girls, okay. um, Zoe and Pate, nine and five. And, uh, you know, like they, they, they keep me going, man. They keep me laughing. They keep me young. Um, they, it's, they, it's all they, worth it they're the boss. They're, they're the bosses, huh? They okay. are the boss. <laughs> Cause I, yeah, I, I remember there's plenty of times where I was like, I've been in your, your office and yeah. like, you know, you're like working on something and they're like, <laughs> I want to watch this on YouTube. Like, right. oh, I want to do this. I want to do that. And you're like, all right, like, all right, well, I got you. I got you. Yeah. You know, what's crazy though. Like, like there's sponges, man, because you know, you just never know 
um, when you have kids, man, like you, do, you just never know who they're gonna be. Yeah. And uh, you know, like both of my girls, like they they pick up different things from my wife and I, and it's just interesting to see. Like we're both, my wife and I are both creative people, mm-hmm. so it's interesting to see how creative our our girls are. Yeah. Um, and it's just you know, so Zoe loves you know like everything about the creative industry. She mm-hmm. actually. You know, assisted me on some video jobs before, so it's, okay. it's fun, man. All right, all right. So then, when your daughter started um, a YouTube channel, or like, yeah, 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 Zoe. So, so we started filming with Zoe, and um, you know, we didn't actually like launch the video. She, she want, she didn't like it. So, oh, yeah, so, so she's so, a perfectionist, <laughs> right, right, right. So she didn't oh, no. like it, so oh, we didn't no. do it. So then, you know, like, so right around that time, she actually started filming a movie. So. Okay. Um, so we kind of ran out of you know spare time to do it, but right, right. you know, but she's in the movie, man, and it's it's, it's dope. That's dope. What's the name of the movie? It's called uh, Monarch Butterflies. Monarch Butterflies. Yeah. Absolutely. Where where can people watch that? YouTube. Okay. Just search Monarch Butterflies. And YouTube. Right. I'm gonna put the link in the bio, guys, uh, so that right. you guys can take a look at this. Dope. All right, man. So all right. So today in our discussion, right, we're going to discuss about branding, right? So yeah. can you, you know, before we really kind of get into the the real you know, nitty gritty about it and stuff like that, you know, can you tell everybody like how you got up here today? Like how did you land in here doing this interview about branding? Like how how did that journey kind of come about? You know, man, I, I, it, it was it just kind of started, man. You know, like it, it started just pursuing small small dreams. Yeah. You know, like. Um, it, it started just one foot at a time, you know, like just getting started actually when you, when you right. came, like just, just doing it. That's yeah. how it came about. All right. So you said you've been doing this for about 11 years now. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, was that 11 years ago? Was that like right after school? Did you do work full time first? Like how, how was, how did that work out for you? Yeah. So, so I worked full time. Um, I worked at Haynes Brands okay. and, uh, and, and. I got laid off, which okay. which is you know if you're from Winston Salem, you know that Haynes Brands has it's common occurrence frequent layoffs. Yeah. All right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> so I got caught up in a layoff, and uh, and I was between roles. So uh, you know I felt like I wanted to secure my future. Mm-hmm. Um, you know you get sold the American dream. Hey, get a job, go to college, get a job, right. and you'll be good. And you know so it was a big wake up for me. You know when 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 I got laid off by Haynes, so I felt like. I needed to just do something that, you know, at the very least would supplement my income. Right. Um, so I started royalty marketing. Okay. And uh, I had no idea, like, where I was headed or what I was doing, but I just got started. Um, the first product that I that I offered was uh, was business cards. Okay. And uh, I would design business cards for businesses. And if they didn't like them, you didn't have to pay for them. Okay. 25 bucks. You don't like them, don't pay for them. Right, that's right, kind of right. how I build my okay. my audience. I mean, no one. I mean, this is completely digressing. Like, no one, <laughs> no one took advantage of that, right? Like, people were like, were straightforward with you, like, okay, like it's cool, like it's dope. Yeah, well, well, most people, yeah, most most people. Um, I never had anybody say, "Hey, I don't like this. I'm not going to pay for it." Yeah. Um, but it was it was something that I think was was more so for me, like exploring the marketplace, understanding price sensitivity, right. um, you know, not really like being confident in myself as a designer yeah. with me being just getting started, right, you know, right, right. like I couldn't really charge a premium price. I, I'm, I'm literally just learning how to design. Okay. So how, so when, at what point did you, you know, build that confidence where it's like, you know, you know, branding was like your niche, right? So you know, some people who, 
you know, focus on, you know, a number of different things, illustration, whatever the case may be, right? Yeah, yeah. But, like, when did you know or how did you find out that branding, like, that whole full service piece for branding became, like, your thing? Um, I would say, uh, you know, when we started working in the entertainment industry, it, it, like, entertainment moves so much faster than the standard pace of business. Okay. Um, you know, so when we started working in the entertainment industry, we we got some pretty you know like some some big some recognizable names in the business. Okay, hold on, and, uh, I'm, I'm bracing myself for the name drops. Go ahead, <laughs> no name drops. Just, not, just, not. Okay, all right, all right. I'm gonna say you can name drop. That's I can name fine. drop. Yeah, it's fine. Okay, nah, I'm good. <laughs> we started working with some with some with some nice. If you want to check it out, you want to know the names, visit the website royaltymarketing.com. Oh, okay. See, Dope, right? you, yeah, you trying to okay? You trying to get some? All right, it's fine. That's fine. I'll let you live. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so you, yeah, so you was working with these you know these prominent names, and then what's up? No yeah, and, and I think, you know, then 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 social media was at a different place. You know, like yeah. social media was kind of just getting started. The wild child um, at the time, right? It was just no one could, you know, no one knew what it was. Yeah, we, we like, it, and it was really for younger, the younger audience, you know, like yeah. it's so, so um, and it, but it changed a lot about how marketing advertising was done. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, like figuring out social media to, and it, I think that really set like a baseline in terms of branding because, you know, like with with managing those clients that required engagement in social media, we learned how to engage consumers as opposed to inform consumers, which is, I think, is a big, big component of branding. Okay. All right. So let's kind of like work through as if like I am a client, right? And I walk into the doors of royalty marketing, Okay. you know, and I am like, look, you know, money, no issue, okay. right? Let's not even look at it like that. Or okay. so if you want to look at it from, like, someone who's, like, being scrappy, right, and they're doing it themselves, Yeah. what is the first step? Like, or what do you kind of do ahead of time to kind of help develop a brand? I think the first thing is to really understand, like, where the brand sees themselves in terms of annual revenue. Okay. Like, ironically, like, branding doesn't start with, you know, I, I don't think it starts necessarily with, uh, you know, picking up a pencil and paper, or, you know, in sketching the logo, I, I think it starts with understanding where you want your brand to be positioned, who you want your brand to attract, mm-hmm. why you want them to attract that 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 particular target audience. Yeah. You know, et cetera, et cetera. So just for example, so if I said, hey, you know, I have this water bottle, right, yeah. for the listeners that you can hear the water bottle in my hands, tin nice. water bottle. And I'm like, look, I want this to be the luxury. I want this to be the, the Lexus of water bottles. Absolutely. Right? Okay. So. To me, to you, you're hearing, okay, you want it to be a luxury brand, right? Yeah. And there's what implications come from, like, saying you want to establish a luxury brand? Like, what, what are some some uh, some things that you're going to assume, you know, what's going to come out of it? Um, you know, like, a lot of luxury, like, luxury branding is, is more simplistic. Okay. You know, like, it's less busy than a lot of, you know, like, than, than other genres of branding. Okay. Um, you know, like, there's this... There's color, but you know, yeah. it's, 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 there's a lot of black and white being used. Okay. You know, um, there's a lot of simple shapes and you know patterns or something right. else that, that okay. you see in luxury brands. Which is actually kind of funny because like you would think that luxury, since it would have more bells and whistles, right? They'll, you know, you would assume that they would be naturally more busier than like something that is supposed to be, you know, just like the everyday man, like yeah. you know, something that they want to do. Okay. So, um, so, you know, you kind of said that you want to look at where the, the client wants their brand, how they want it to be positioned. Sure. What's next after that? Um, really understanding the consumer, um, getting, getting some, 
some color paletting down? Like, if, are, are we talking just like strategy, or are we talking like like branding, like actually breaking out, you know, the 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 artboard and just sketching? Um, so let, let's talk or about more of the, the strategy. Okay, right. Let's talk so about the yeah, so basically, like you know, the the this is the person who knows that they you know. They have a service or they have a good that they're trying to sell, an app, whatever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, you know, so they, they just know that they need to basically have, you know, they want a specific voice. They need sure. you know, different things to kind of start to, because basically once they develop their brand, that will then determine how they do like social media strategies, sure, sure. sales strategies, sure. and Absolutely. so on and so forth. So let's look at it from that lens. Okay. So, so, so if I understand, you know, like what I want to, like my objectives as a business, mm-hmm. you know, then we can create some marketing objectives, right? Yeah. Um, but those objectives come from the marketing objectives. They stem from, you know, like who you're targeting for your audience, right? Um, and, you know, like there's a lot of different audiences that you could go after. But, you know, like advertising to those people, to everybody is is a surefire way to not be successful. So, yeah, right. um, so you know, so, so from a strategic perspective, I think, you know, just uh, honing in on the personas mm-hmm. that are going to be targeted for your business is really where you go. So yeah. when you start asking those questions, when you start, you know, segmenting your audience and saying, hey, you know, like I want millennials who just graduate or Gen Zers who just graduated right. bachelor's with a bachelor's degree. Right. right. Um, you know, and then you really start talking about who that person is and creating a persona for that person. Right. So and, go ahead. Go ahead. So no, no. So I just want to make sure that this doesn't go over people's heads. So like sure, a persona. Sure. Right. Yeah. So persona like and the root of it all, it's basically like almost like a make believe person. Right. But it's based off of like true real life things right Absolutely. so essentially like a persona is just like you're going to develop a character that you know is your end user like or your 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 end client or sure. the potential client that you're looking for right Absolutely. so for a persona some things that you might look into or you might place like you some people give their personas a name yeah right so they might say yeah. uh Bobby the Builder, right? <laughs> right. If I'm if right. I if I'm selling a shovel, right? Yeah. My persona, the persona for Bobby the Builder is that he might be, you know, a Caucasian male. Yeah. You know, lives in a small town. You yeah. know, certain education, like you can look at a number of different things, right? Yeah. And then once you kind of build that that persona, that person, right? Yeah. Yeah. You can basically say, well, what would you know? You kind of make assumptions of what would make this person motivated to do anything, right? Sure, sure. Let alone, you know, to, because it takes you down to, like, giving me an email address or, you know, getting this coupon or, going, you know, driving in their car to a Lowe's to right. buy my shovel. Like, what right. is it going to do to to capture that person, right? Yeah. Okay. So now, uh, so basically from my understanding, you know, from what we discussed from the beginning, you know, we're looking at, you know, understanding what our target is, right? Yeah. Who we're targeting. Yeah. And then once we decide that, we create a persona for the one type of customer or multiple customers that we're looking at. Sure. Now what's next? Okay. So I would say from that point, you know, you, you get into like developing, like once you, so you have the persona, yeah. you, you know who they are. So you've already defined things like key traits. Right. Um, you know, like you've already defined things like what's in it for me. Okay. Because what's in it for me is going to be different for each persona. Each persona. Okay. Um, so once you get to that place, then you start talking about messaging. Okay. You know, like how do you communicate with this person? Um, you know, uh, where does this person, 
intersect with, you know, where can I bump into this person, so to speak, right? right? Whether that be social media. So you start defining, you know, channels in which you can communicate with this person, um, you know, and that's, that's, that's kind of where you get. Okay. Go from that point. All right. So, uh, so, okay. So I'm just kind of like want to reiterate the stuff so yeah, we just kind of yeah. keep up. Yeah. All right. So we establishing what our goals are for as a company. Yeah. Right. We start identifying like our customers through personas. Yeah. Right. And, uh, basically we're saying like now we're looking at like how like we're starting to cater our messaging and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I felt like messaging kind of goes into like establishing a voice. Absolutely. So um, I feel like people throw that out there a lot, but no one really sits there and like defines it or like kind of like takes people through like, how do you define a voice? So, you know, when it comes to, you know, defining a voice for a a company, does that literally sound like you doing like Kermit the Frog? You know know what I'm saying? Like, like, like what is, what is that whole, what is that whole concept about and how does that work? Do you have a um, do you have a voice for for open? Um, no, I, I I don't necessarily. Well, well, not in the way that I, not in the way that I just described it, and I know that's not what you're asking, right? Right, but so the voice for um, like so for the whole open everything, yeah. right? it's like so I look at it from like archetypes, right? Yeah, and I'm yeah. sure you're familiar with branding archetypes, sure, right? And uh, basically, is what nine or twelve or something like that. So yeah. archetypes for the listeners are basically is. Almost like different types of personas that people might use for their particular brand. Yeah. So there's different things such as like the everyman, the magician, yeah. uh, you know, ro- the, you know, the, the ruler. There's a whole bunch of different things, right? Yeah. So the way that I looked at it was um, almost kind of like uh, the magician meets the everyman. Gotcha. Right. Because okay. like I want it to be a disruptor. Yeah. Right. But you know by thinking outside the box and stuff like that. But yeah. it's more about leveling. For me, it's more about leveling the playing field so that everyone can have a fair, ch- a fair shot. Absolutely. Right. So it's just one of those things like it's more of like, I want everyone to be able to, and that's when I say everyone, meaning like people who are entrepreneurs, sure. doers or professionals, right. People who want to be able to like, to kind of pivot out of like their nine to five and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Right. But when I say the magician is about just being, innovative and just being creative about how we go about it. Sure. Right. So I don't think I'm going to be, you know, make anything brand spanking new, but I think I can do it better than, you know, it's ways to do it better than what it's already been done. Or ways to do it in the way that you want to do it. Right. Right. You know, so it's, or ways that you want to see it done. I mean, that's, 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 that's a a big part of establishing a brand voice. Yeah. Right. Because it's, it's not, it's, it's how you communicate is, is how you behave. It's that persona Mm -hmm. personified. Right. Yeah. Um, so just like you're creating an audience or like a, a persona for your audience. Yeah. You're creating that persona for your brand. Um, you know, and, and that's how you, you know, like uh, d- develop that whole the same way that you do it for the target audience. You do it for your right your particular. Brand. So to answer your question, so for me, um, mm-hmm. I know how I want my brand to be perceived and how you know what kind of like rules how we move. Sure, you know. Sure. But in terms of like the voice, like I've seen examples where people would write out a sentence or a paragraph that yeah. is their company, right? Yeah. Other than like a mission statement or stuff like that, but this sentence really kind of helps define that person, right? So that they can, well, this entity. So, like, I've always had an issue um, or not or necessarily just not knowing because I just don't know what I don't know mm-hmm. of how, if I'm doing it correctly. So, 
you know, what would you say for me as, you know, someone who's like, you know, I have a little bit of what I'm looking for. Yeah. Right. So how would you say like, okay, this is what you do to define the voice? You know, I I would just experiment, man. Like, you know, I, I would I would communicate things. I would change it up. I would do some curveballs. I would give myself that time to explore. Yeah. Um, you know, like what what my brand voice is for for new brands particularly. Yeah. Um, you know, because things change really quickly when you have a new brand. Yeah. You know, like you could think and, and that's why defining those key character traits, defining, you know, like um, you know, what's in it for me, you know, like, and because you're going to learn that, you know, I thought what was in it for these people was, you know, this view on the 25th floor or the 24th floor. But yeah. what I actually found was that people just like talking to me. I'm dope. Right. You know, so, <laughs> right, um, right, 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 so, right. so now, you know, that you can, you know, I can do this anywhere, you know, mm-hmm. but even though I love the, the view, it is. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there's, you know, there's a reason why, like, I have some, I have some underlying reasons why I wanted to be in here. Yeah. You know, centrally located. We all know that yeah. the uh, innovation quarter is only trending upward. Absolutely. You know? And I felt like I wanted my piece of the pie. Yeah. Right. And, you know, given, you know, with uh, what I wanted to do, you know, what I really wanted to kind of push and the perception of it all. Yeah. I felt like, you know. A lot of uh, labs or like studios, they're mm-hmm. usually very closed in, four mm-hmm. walls. But I just mm-hmm. felt like taking the time and like having like the whole fourth wall being a window and yeah. having, you know, the sun is like beaming in here and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Probably ruining the shot. Yeah. But it is what it is. It right. Is so, is. so uh, you know, so basically, like, I, I just felt like I wanted people to kind of like transform their mentality space, like their headspace. So sure. that when they're walking from out in the hallway into here, they're like, I'm here to create. Like, I'm I'm going to forget all that stuff. Right. Yeah. And then now when I leave here, it's like, OK. You know, life, you know, life is now happening again. Like, I just want you to be in here and be able to, you know, kind of give your full effort and only worry about this. You know, that's why I try to, like, remove any clutter and stuff like that and just kind of, like, have, like, you know, the... the, Air freshener on, yeah, just yeah, kind of yeah, like this, yeah. the, trying to t- tap into all senses and yeah, stuff like that. So, that's smart. So that's the, that was the the perception of it. Like that's what I definitely wanted to kind of push. Yeah. All right. So um, so now after someone you know determines their messaging and determines their voice, are they ready to start pushing stuff now? Are they ready to start you know doing stuff on social media or like what's next? I would say so. You know, like I would do some research. I mean, of course, research is, is it goes alongside, you know, these things that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. That's how you're going to find out those key traits. Gen Zers are so different, are, are so similar to us as millennials, but we're so different at the same time. Yeah. Um, you know, so that <laughs> research kind of gives you that those those kinds of insights so that you can understand how to phrase you know, your sentences so you can understand how to pace yourself as a brand based off who you're trying to attract. Okay. Um, you know, you want them to engage with you. So that's, that's, okay. that's that brand voice, brand personality. Right. So once you have that, right. okay, go ahead. So I'm going to kind of put you on the spot here. What's up? All right. So if you had a brand and just say, like, if you're again, selling, selling this, this tin water bottle. Okay. Right. Okay. And you wanted to, you wanted to sell this to a millennial versus a Gen Zer versus maybe a Gen Xer. Uh, you yeah. know, let's not go too super deep. Okay. Like, how would you position this? I think I would like, like, I would make uh, for the millennial. Yeah, I would make this look like the coolest thing ever. Like, okay. I, would, I would, I would make it feel like 
Um, you know, you're cool if you wear this. I think all of them need to be cool. Like right, Gen right, right. Z is, is cool too. Right. Um, but going a little bit deeper because we're similar on the yeah. surface, but you know, like when we get deeper, the reason we do things change. Um, for like Gen Z, I will make it about, you know, like every time you buy one of these, you know, like we donate some money to, you know, an unfortunate person. Right. Um, you know, and then for the boomers, I would make it all about convenience and or Gen X, right? Yeah. I would make it about convenience okay. and um, you know, like get all your water in when <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Like like okay, like you only have to fill this up yeah, once absolutely. and you don't have to worry about it ever. Yeah. Like you'll get your all eight yeah. all eight servings. You know, or, yeah, you know, because they're they're more like they're concerned about that. Like, well, utility. They're, they're trying to take yeah, utility, right. you know, they in in health, you know, like right. at that point. Um interestingly enough, one of Gen Z's most most like biggest concerns is health, which is really interesting. Which is yeah, that I mean, I'm not gonna try to make any jokes or whatever like that. It's just yeah, yeah. I'm I mean, it's just weird because it's like you I, you don't like I guess growing up like you don't realize what really influences you until you look at it from like a marketing's perspective, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, like I was at a, like I said a meeting a, a couple of weeks ago. Um, you know, um, at the C4 event that yeah. we were at, right? And yeah. I'll, and listen, I'll explain what the C4 event in another another episode. Right? Nice, nice. But remember when we were there, there was a gentleman that was there that owns a coffee place or you know, has a coffee business. Yeah. And he was asking like, hey, you know, I know that this is about, you know, us working together, yeah. but what are we going to do? Like, is there a social responsibility aspect about the next thing, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, going into it, like, it was more of something like, you know, we were, we don't know what the, you know, the situation is. So we're, like, going to let it just kind of grow naturally. Yeah. But, you know, for that to be something that, you know, he could have, I'm sure it has tons of other questions. But for that to be so important to you that you're like, no, I need to know, like, how, you, you know, how do you, what do you plan on doing, you know, for yeah. the community to make things better? Yeah. You know, like, that really, you know like for that to be like the first thing that really kind of pops in the mind, like that really shows like how much like that stuff means to you. Right. Yeah. And literally like almost, you probably could show like everything that you probably do outside of this mm-hmm. will kind of still lead down to like that whole social impact and like, you know, making things better and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah. it's just, you know, it's just like I said, it's just fascinating, like, you know, being able to see that stuff after, like, yeah. having conversations with you. Yeah. And like, you're like, yeah, like, this is why this is like this. Or right. this is why that's like that. Yeah. And I'm just like, wait, like, what? Like, it's just so crazy. There's, like, how people can really just understand, like, what moves people and, like, how to, like, motivate you to do anything. Well, think about it. I mean, like, you have to look at, like, you have to meet people where they are. And, yeah. and I think that's one of the biggest keys to marketing. Um, you know, like uh, imagining yourself as that person in that person's shoes, yeah. viewing life from their, you know, from their vantage point. You know, mm-hmm. like like for instance, Gen Z. You know, like think about all the school shootings there are, man. Like think yeah. about the bullying epidemic. Think about like think about the things that they go through, and you know, it's easy to explain why they're the second most stressed generation. Yeah, behind yeah. millennials, which is crazy because we're overworked right right um and they claim and and that's the thing like they we know we're overworked but they're one of the things that oh we got it so easy right and it's just like no you guys have no clue like what you guys going through but it's like like you don't you don't understand like you know like like we we i feel like most millennials have the mentality that i didn't get this far just to get this far yeah and we're just gonna keep going until we get to a point where we're like okay like i'm good now yeah i mean yeah and 
you know, be I feel like, you know, stressed out, you know. Yeah. Habitual uh Starbucks drinkers, you know, like coffee <laughs> right. drinkers and stuff like that. Absolutely. But yeah, and I, I get that though. You know, and and that makes sense, right? Because I don't know, like millennials, like if you think about it, like we are the last generation that on this, like had both best of both worlds. Like yeah, yeah. we know what a dial tone is. Right, right. And right. we understand what T nine is. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. if you tell a Gen Z or what T nine was, they, they'd be like, like, what's that? What are you talking about? Absolutely. Right? Or if they you say, hey, yeah, like, you know, call somebody like, you know, from a like a, a landline. Yeah. And they hear that dial tone, they go find them like, what the hell am I? Like, what is this? <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, like you see your phone's making a weird noise, man. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like so um, all right, so you know, you know, to kind of wrap up the the, the whole idea about branding, yeah. right? Um, just to maybe kind of overwhelm people a little bit, yeah. Can you list the different things that really kind of like you mentioned a lot of the stuff on the strategy, right? Sure, sure. But from the the actual like design side, okay. What are just some aspects or some some things that that you have to take into account when building your brand? Okay, so number one, like like. The first thing that, that the first thing that comes to mind, I'm not saying it's the most important thing, but the first thing that comes to mind is usage. Yeah. You know, like I think a lot of the times, you know, like if you're having a brand developed, where where are you going to use this logo? You know, yeah. where are you going to? So, you know, like social media really changed the whole way that logos are created. Yeah. Um, you know. How, how so? Uh, think, think about it. Like in, instead of um, instead of one logo. Right. Yeah. Uh, you've got multiple logos and multiple ways to use those logos. Okay. Think about some brands like AOL, right? Yes. Do you remember when AOL came out with all those icons that were all their brand? They came out with nine logos that were, I didn't realize there were nine. No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I think brand, like a lot of people talk about brand consistency and all yeah. that stuff, but um, you know, and that's really, really, really important. But you know, like whenever you're, you're designing a logo, like uh, you know, social media has made it so that our, a symbol has to fit inside of this really small circle, right? You know, <laughs> like like a favicon, right? Yeah, like, almost like, like, a, yeah, like so. Um, so now you know, like a lot of the uh, like a lot of the more prominent branding, like is is a little more simplified, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and more colorful also because we're not necessarily worried about you know print and yeah. you know. So it's interesting how it's changed. Right. Okay, so you know, so just to kind of reiterate, so you know. Before, like you might have a like say Coca Cola, right? Yeah, sure. Their their logo right is the word mark, right? Yeah. Coca Cola. Yeah. But you say in today's world, right, you know, they're you know, they're uh Avi, like their AVI, like they the avatar like on social media can't fit Coca Cola in its full thing, right? So right. now they have the outline of the Coke bottle, right? Yeah. And people like they've spent millions of dollars, right, to kinda yeah. like get that brand recognition. So I'm sure if you go to Coca-Cola, like it's probably, you'll probably see, you know, the, the actual bottle, maybe, I don't yeah. know, but at least for, you know, what you know, for Pepsi, you probably definitely see the, you know, the red, white, and blue, uh, circle. Right. And yeah, they that, spent millions, the, a million dollars on, uh, what on that, on that, on the logo, the Pepsi logo. Oh, uh, they spent a million dollars on it. Yeah, I mean, same thing with Facebook, and now it's only an F, right? It was just like, which is, <laughs> you know, just like it's crazy, you know, what I mean? like, and it, that's the thing. So, like, so you know, that's actually kind of brings up a good question, and we'll you know then we'll wrap things up, yeah. right? So when it comes to you know, we hear all these different stories about how like you know. Pepsi spent a million dollars on, you know, their logo, you know, like in terms of like the circle with the red, white, and blue on it. Like, 
is it like you know and this is like more about like this is your you know your expertise you know are some people like just kind of getting away with murder you know you know highway robbery with some of this stuff or do simple things like you know the the snapchat you know ghost now having a thick black outline like does that really like what does do small things like that really change like how does that really help or yeah, I think, I think when you're a, a brand that's as big as Pepsi, you know, like a very small change for for the better can have a, a you know, multiple million dollar impact to your business right. on a positive side or a negative side, right? Yeah. Um, so to speak directly to the logo development yeah. um, or the new brand identity, um, you know, I think it's, uh, you know, there's a lot of factors that, that go into it. I mean, like you got to have usage rights, right? Yeah. You know, Pepsi is one of the most recognized brands in the world. I right. mean, like, so, you know, that's included in that $1 million. Yeah. Um, you know, in addition to that, there's a lot of brand research that's done. Um, you know, there's a lot of sketches, a lot of presentations. You know, there's a lot of designers that are being utilized. I, I think, um, you know, when you're talking about revamping your logo for the investment that Pepsi has to make in order to change all of the stickers on the bottles, right, right, to right. change all of the bottles, all of the all of the stores across the country, all of the trucks that have Pepsi's logo on it. Like, you know, you, you got to think about it from that that level of a scale. Yeah, it's definitely worth it. OK. All right. All right. So I feel like we could be here all day. Yeah, but, definitely. You know, but what I want to do is that we're going to take a quick break. Okay. And we're going to come back and we're going to wrap things up. Nice. And we're back. All right. So Darryl, that was actually a really good conversation. I feel like me, like we've had tons of different conversations yeah. about this. Because like, you know, there's just tons of different th- like aspects about it that I just, you know, find fascinating, man. Like, And you are just thorough about it. Mm-hmm. All right. So, you know, what we're going to do now is that we're going to go into our wrap up segment called Concept Startup Growth. Okay. All right. So, you know, basically what we're going to look at is, you know, through the lens of talking about branding, mm-hmm. right? W- and from the strategy side, you know, we're going to talk about if someone wants to kind of go through this at a very high level, mm-hmm. there's going to be some practical advice that you can give them to make sure that they can complete the task. Okay. All right. All right so first, we're going to start with concept. And again, this is more about planning. So when someone is trying to plan about, you know, creating their or completing, completing their strategy for their brand, mm-hmm. what are some things that they should be looking out for? Um, like... Uh what do they want people to do as a result of experiencing their brand? How do they want, what do they want them to do? How do they want them to feel? And how are you going to deliver the message? Okay. So the, um, the, you know, like color psychology is real, man. So explain more about the color psychology. Co- color, like uh, being attracted and, and having a particular mood whenever you see a particular color. Okay. Um, one thing that I like about red is that it's exciting. And uh, from, you know, like from what studies show is that people's heart actually stops. Whenever they see the color red. Okay. So that's why that's interesting. stop signs are red. Right. You know, that's why you it's know, alerting. Danger right, is right, always right. red. So yeah. funny thing is, I long time ago, don't know why I still remember this. Yeah. But I was told that the first three colors that uh, babies see when they're born yeah. are red, yellow, and black. Wow. And that's why those colors, like, we gravitate towards them so much and yeah. why red and yellow in particular why they capture our attention all the time. Wow. So I don't know who told me that. I, I didn't, I swear to goodness, I didn't make this up. Oh, I just, my remember, God. I just remember this from like elementary school. Yeah. Because things like, I had the same way. I was like, yeah. oh, that makes, you know, kind of makes sense. Like, yeah. and then, I don't know, that person could have completely lying to me. <laughs> right. But, you know, 
you know, uh, facts do matter. Yeah. But not that one. <laughs> so, no, if, just, so if you go, somebody researches that and like, that's a complete load of shit, like, yeah. forgive me. <laughs> but, you know, but we all have to unlearn things. Nice. All right. So now the next <laughs> section is called startup. So yeah. now when, you know, executing their strategy for, uh, for the branding, mm-hmm. you know, what are some things that they need to look into or things that they need to keep in mind when executing their branding strategy? Uh, consistency, you know, like, uh, like be, be consistent. Um, another thing I think, you know, don't get discouraged by, you know, like give yourself time to, to figure out if this is actually working. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to work the first time. So what, so and things I, I mentioned this a lot to people, right? Especially yeah. when it comes to like podcasting, right? Yeah. Cause yeah. people, you know, especially millennials and Gen Zers were considered like the, you know, the pop generation. And it turns like we want instant gratification and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. So you know, I, I kind of always tell people like, hey, if you're going to make a decision about your brand, like yeah. you, you have to make one change yeah. and then sit on it for a bit yeah. to give people a chance to actually react to it. Right. Absolutely. Because you don't, and it doesn't happen. Like, you know, say if I do something one way in one episode and then, you know, and I realized it didn't work out, you know, I didn't like how it did it and I changed it. Yeah. Right. You have to look at the now the reaction and the engagement following implementing the change absolutely right you can't just say hey i tried something new and then it didn't work right away right so what's the like typical time that you would say like okay people should um wait to see if something actually works i don't think there's a i think it depends on what industry you're in you know like I, i think there's some really conservative industries where you can't change you know the color of the logo at all right um and then there's some industries where if you change the logo color in six months, you know, like they're like, man, it, it's the same. This right, right. boring. So I mean, so I would say like maybe industries that like kind of like deal with like uh, I don't know, like say like vital information or stuff like that, right? Like they can't make super like they can't make huge changes like super quick like that, right? Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. yeah. Like uh, you know, I, I, at least I would say you know, like depending on like your target audience, right. what is what is your audience like? You know, okay. Um, so I think that's what's going to determine that that change frequency. Okay. All right. All right. So now the last segment is called growth. Yeah. So now this is when someone is adapting, right? And you kind of already tapped into it. Yeah. All right. So when people need to make a change, or you know, let's say. Um, like looking at it from like maybe from a logo perspective, yeah, right? Yeah. You know, they say how Apple's logo, how it looks today, does not is not how it looked. You know, thirty some odd years ago. Yeah. Not at so all. you know, when it comes to adapting, you know, when it comes to your brand, what are some key things that are some key reactions that mm-hmm. should should signal that hey, maybe it's time for you to make an adjustment? Um. I, I think when when you look at your competitors and, uh, you know, and, and the competitors are winning the customers that you want, mm-hmm. you know, your customers aren't as attracted as they once were, um, you should be doing some focus groups and, okay. you know, like some kind of a research to get feedback from your customers. Yeah. Um, you know, so if you're on the cusp, if you're an on the cusp brand, you should be looking at some other on the cusp brands to see how quickly they're changing and modifying. So when you say on the cusp, what do you mean by on, that? On the cusp of like innovation, like okay. like you're you're at the front of innovation. Like you know, okay. for like for me, you know, like a brand fail is Apple, right? Okay. Um, I feel like Apple tells me that they're the most innovative company, but at the same time, you know, like I I, I don't have the most innovative product. 
when I have an iPhone in my hand. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 I see. I see where this is going. Listen, man. I mean, I, I'm I'm an Apple user. You used to be an Apple user. No, I love Apple, man. Right? I'm just but, blessing you. Uh, you know, listen, man. Like, if uh, if I could get a BlackBerry back, I would. You I would? would? Yeah. Like, if they nice. listen, typical BlackBerry is like the size of an iPhone. <laughs> yeah. It would have the keyboard on there. Yeah. With a touchscreen on it, though. Right. And the track and like the little the little track wheel yeah listen man i would be in heaven dope listen man like i love i was i feel like i was literally the last person with a blackberry like, yeah like it like literally just broke and they were like i can't replace this like you need to get something else nice so i was like android no <laughs> you know android <laughs> early android it was horrible man yes, like, it, was. it was so bad at yes, the beginning and then the best thing about it was that you could import you could put your own mp3s <laughs> on it right. that was the that was the best thing yeah but uh all right man so, so okay nah, so i really want to thank you for that man so yeah. that was our wrap-up segment concept startup growth all right so now we're going to get into the best part of the show i don't know why this is my favorite part but i really the way i look at it is like you know well, when you're going through the week, you know, and I, you have the case of the Mondays, hum day, all that stuff like that, working your nine to five and you need that extra push. Yeah. You know, I find different things that just kind of help get me motivated so I can like stay focused on what I need to do. Yeah. All right. So now we're getting into the segment hashtag comfort zone killer, which is a social media call to action. Yeah. Right. So now this can be anything that you want. This can be a quote. This can be a song. This can be a YouTube video clip. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So take us home. What do you got for us? You know, um, one one thing that I want to mention, man. Like, I, and and I'll uh, and I'll bring in. You know, like I've always since I like you know I'm a photographer. You know yes. I shoot. You know yes. how passionate I am about photography. Right. And you know, like I don't know for whatever reason, it's like the more you want something, the more like fearful you become of pursuing it. Yeah. Um. You know. So I've I've always wanted. You know, to have you know my photography in the museum, right? Okay. And uh, you know, so I've I've, but I've never like pursued it. I've never said, "Hey, what do I need to do in order to do this?" I I don't know. It's just, yeah. it's just so I finally like had an opportunity through Winston Salem Fashion Week, you know, to uh, to to get my artwork, hey. you know, my photography okay. in, the, in the museum. So okay. um, I'm super super duper excited. Um, you know, like I, re- I like even with the deadline, right? I sent yeah. it on the last day. Like I, I procrastinated. <laughs> I was just like, oh man, I guess I should just send it in. You know, yeah. so I decided to just send it in. Um, just kind of crossing my fingers, you right. know, and I got approved. You know, and it was just like one of the, the the most exciting things for me. So what I would say is that don't be like me, man. Like, <laughs> like you know, like pursue your dreams. You know, like go after what it is you 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 actually want. You know, like okay. um, you know, so. That that would be my motivation, right. man. Get 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 over the, the thought of things aren't going to go the way you think they are. People people see you a lot differently than than what you think. All right, so it sounds like the comfort zone for the, this week is don't be like me. Yeah, don't actually be like get it me. done. Right. Actually get it done. Do it before. All you know, right, man. Like. <laughs> That's, you're hilarious. All right, man. So no, you know, again, you know, Daryl, I want to thank you for taking the time out. You know, like I said, it's been a minute since we you know we've seen each other. We That's caught up, it. and we're just like, yo, let's make this happen, right? So yeah. you know, I definitely want to thank you for your time. You could have probably been doing anything else, but you know, you're here with me today, yep. right? And you know, thank you for all the gems that you really kind of dropped for. And it comes about branding. So you know, before you go, let everybody know where they can find out more about you about royalty marketing, about anything else that you got going on. Dope. Um, so you can check me out on royaltymarketing.com. That's our website. Mm-hmm. Um, we're also on IG, 
Uh, you can find us at the handle at Royalty Marketing. And just drop me a DM. Holler at me. Send me an email. And, uh, you know, I like to meet new people and talk about branding. So, okay. Yeah. So, you, uh, before we kind of got started in this conversation, you mentioned to me that, you know, you may have something for the listeners yeah. when it comes oh, to branding. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so, I've got like somewhat of a, a, a starter kit, so to speak, like mm-hmm. a, a, like some design, like it's got design rules. Um, it's got like some information on color psychology, you know, things that just kind of are baseline things that, you know, you need to know in order to create, you know, a, a startup with a with a with a decent, you know, looking brand without actually paying you know, what it would cost to hire a firm to do it. Okay. All right. So listeners, what we're going to do is that we're going to place the directions of how you can get that from Daryl and Royalty Marketing and uh, in the show notes. So, you know, after you listen to this episode, if you're more interested and you want to find a little bit more about like the design aspects, about branding and things of that nature, make sure you look in the show notes. And I'm also going to send put a link in for archetypes. I didn't mention this earlier in yeah. the episode. Uh, I definitely feel like it's one of, Probably one of the the best things that I've used, and I I've always kind of like shot it from the mountaintops when any times when it comes to like branding from like a very high level, right? Yeah, yeah. Like until I can until you can meet someone like a Daryl, you know, you know, I definitely think branding ar- archetypes definitely helps you, right? And they yeah. they kind of like correlate the different types of things like you know personas slash like with you know uh, when it comes to colors and things of that nature, yeah, and the feelings that you kind of get from those things. All right, so now. Um, again, thank you for your time, man. Absolutely. I really do appreciate it. Yeah, pleasure being here. All right, man. So now, listeners, make sure you tune in next week for your weekly dose of Make It Happen. But in the meantime, you can learn more about my journey and follow me at EA The Except on all platforms and learn more about OpenShop at OpenShop.com and at, o- at OpenShop US. And then if you are in Winston-Salem, you can come down to 301 North Main Street in downtown Winston-Salem and see us at the Open Media Lab and find out more things that we have going on here at Open Media Lab on all social media platforms. Now go get your journey started and build your idea, project, or business. Just remember, all you have to do is open up shop. Peace. Dope.